Hello and welcome to an exciting episode of Best of Five. John is a funny guy. Mike is not here next to me. He is on assignment for work. That guy is on the fast track to becoming your next favorite lawyer after Ultra David, of course. Um, and uh, his work sent him out to something he couldn't miss. Uh, it's a shame because I really wanted to hear his opinions on Grand Blue. What's the name of the game, Elon? Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I got a couple of matches in. He got, and I think he said he played uh, 10 out of the 15 hours of the, of the beta, and he loved it. Um, but we're going to hold that discussion then, unless we can do a little bit of surface discussion on here. But we can hold that for a week from now, where I'm sure he'll give us his full report. But yeah, he, he was really excited about it. But tonight on the show, we're going to talk about DreamHack Dallas. We'll talk about the Shang Tsung reveal, which got knocked out of the park by NetherRealm Studio. There's a combat cast tomorrow discussing Shang Tsung. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, all kinds of stuff. The Evo lineup. We're going to talk about Rick Fox. We're going to talk about Tekken Tag Turbo. Who's not excited about that? And helping me talk about that stuff is none other than John Velociraptor Guerrero. Actually, How's it going, everybody? Actually, you don't have to roll the second uh, R. No, this is double R's in the first one. The second one, you're off the hook. Thanks. I messed that up. And Steve, Ace King, Offsuit, Lord, Spreadsheets, looking dapper as fuck. Like, I'm trying to think of what you look like. Handsome. Jerk. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Why didn't you roll that R? Because there's only one. You only roll it if it's two. Duh. It's and... as big as two R's. It's an important R. <laughs> Put the emphasis on the R. And we have, of course, the man, the myth, Elon Rishkovsky, who is, uh, what's the name of that movie that came after? Uh, what, Powder. Yeah, he looks like Powder right now. Do you, if you he put looks your handsome hand... as fuck is what he looks like. Yeah. Come back to yourself, please, would you? We're all Say waiting. Say something, Elon. God damn it. Why you? Why do you people want me on camera and speaking shit? God. I already did it once. I did it once. It's over. It's over. It was Move good. on. It was, it was a good run, man. And uh, tonight on the show, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the atrocity, uh, soon-to-be-forgotten Sonic uh, model here for the movie that has been pushed back to 2020, will be taking the place of Michael. Oh, I got pushed Duncan back. Schiller. Yeah, they pushed it back yes. to 2020. Um. All right, so uh, I guess we can start with a recap, or we can just go straight and talk about Mortal Kombat stuff. <laughs> just kidding, just, recap. Just kidding, recap. Let's go with the recap. Before we go to the recap, uh, I want to thank Space Dive for subscribing for 11 months yes. in a row. Thank you, Space Dive. What kind of, like, should we get some gifts going here? Yeah. All right, let's uh, go with the... Uh, I was going to say, get him the Majin Buu, but you know what? This is better. The, the original. Yo, you want Majin Buu? We'll get Maj Majin Buu in here, here. Let me see if I can find it. Can't go wrong with the classic, though. There we go. There we go. Um, Thanks, oh, and, and also, let's not forget, we announced it last week. We teased it. We said we're all set, ready to go. Steve was going to give away some video games because he hit 5,000 subs. Ooh, and yeah. his, you know, him being uh, fortunate in the Twitter sphere means that you get to reap the benefits, the rewards. But then we forgot to do it. Steve, set it up, would you? You just did. I mean, I have nothing else to add to that. You well, how about what you're giving away and how? Um, I am going to give away. It was supposed to be one, but now it's going to be two because I screwed up and I need to make good with you guys. So uh, two games, uh, basically fighting game of your choice. 
platform on your choice of your choice. Although I strongly prefer if you don't pick PC because gifting is a hassle on there. But if, if you want to do that, that's fine. Standard edition, so no uh, no body pillows. I'm sorry, no armpit special edition linear whatever. And how how are we doing it? Just a regular run of the mill spin the wheel raffle. We'll do two raffles. Okay. Or we'll we'll do one raffle twice. <laughs> how about we kick off the show with a raffle? Is that allowed? Are we ready for the raffle, Elon? So it looks like Moobot changed everything. Uh, so go with oh, the recap, no. and then I'll figure this out. All right. Please. All right. Thanks. Um, even though Ultra David is not in the chat, I suspect that he will win this raffle, like he mm-hmm. did before, because it's not rigged. All right, Steve, Jerick, would you hit Thank us with you. a recap? <laughs> Put some respect on that. Art. <laughs> respect. <laughs> hit us with a with a recap, would you? And also shout out to the Digital Sword, not to be confused with Die by Sword. Thank you, Digital. All right, so uh, this weekend kicked off or this past week kicked off with round seven of the street fighter league uh it was a big match at the bottom between spirit and psycho spirit got the three to win thanks to brian f's picking up three wins so that puts toys team psycho all but out of the playoff chase they're three games behind with three to play. They will need an absolute miracle to move on. Spirit staying alive just barely. Uh, The big story, though, was they finally let Laura free. Idom finally got to pick his main character, um, and he put in work. He got his first two wins. He went 2-0 to beat Punk's team Inferno 3-1, which means that now those two are tied atop the leaderboard at 5-2 heading into the final three weeks. Remember, the top four teams make the playoffs. Uh, the two finalists at the end get to stay on until season two. Everyone else gets kicked out. So Toy and Justin Wong hanging on by the thinnest of threads right now. And it was sad that we... Okay, it wasn't sad. It was a good story for Storm, and it's really cool to see the uh, the top of the mountain here have some competition because Inferno has just been running away with it for the most part. But um, we didn't get to see Samurai continue the legacy, right? Because they ended up banning Akuma and, and not Idom, and Idom, of course, wrecked house. But we didn't get to see the fifth OCB in a row. And I was a little bit sad, but it is really cool to see how the competition is playing out and how, like I say... We have some uh, some close calls at the top of the mountain here. I mean, you've got to, you know, like I was saying, his, his IDOM, or his IDOM, his Laura <laughs> is no joke. IDOM's IDOM is nothing to mess with. Yeah. But his Laura, as dangerous as it is, you have to play against the hot hand. You had to get, you had to get Samurai off of his Akuma and at least give yourself a chance. And if he beats you, you know, you've got to, You've got two players who can beat you. You got to pick your poison. But it was clear that not picking Akuma wasn't working for anybody. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Hey, really quick, uh, I figured it out. So for those of you in the chat, if you want a game that Steve's gonna give away, just type in hashtag Gimme. You should done hashtag Gimme PC game. <laughs> well, you know, not everybody can be as clever as you, Efren. Picking up on some sarcasm there. Um, okay. Also, thanks White to White Shadow. Shadow. Hey, White Shadow. Five months in a row. 
Appreciate Thank you, you White Shadow. The shoutouts to you for giving us shoutouts. <laughs> um, all right, so we got a lot of hashtag gimmies up in here. It's smart to get to the show early because you never know when Steve's going to reach another uh, plateau in his Twitter uh, amassing of followers. He might give away another game. Yeah. So if you're here early, so. you have more chances than at the end of the show when we typically have about another 100 viewers. We'll see if that mm-hmm. comes true. So shout-outs to the early joiners. All right, so you were saying you were, you were recapping the weekend, were you not? I was. Uh, let's kick it over to Smash and Splash, uh, because that was a big event in the Smash scene for a couple of reasons. One, because of the size. Uh, the Ultimate Tournament had over 1,600 entrants, uh, making it only second to Genesis as the largest event in that game's history. Uh, and MK Leo was the man who was left standing at the end of that, t- knocking off Sam Sora in the grand final to take the title home. But the big story coming out of that tournament was Melee. Wizrobe, a name you don't necessarily see all that often at the top, especially at, in big national events like this. This is his first national win in Melee. Um, do we have, there we go. Uh, beat hungry box twice, both in winner's final and grand final to get his first ever major win. It's also not just a, uh, history for him, but history for his character. Uh, captain Falcon, we haven't seen him win at, uh, a, a major or national, whatever you want to call it since 2005. And you that know, was uh, when the game was already 12 years old, right? Feels like it at this <laughs> point. But, wait, wait, wait. I we mean, missed it. Let, let's watch a little bit of the action here. Uh, of course, Hungrybox famously uses uh, Jiggle, Jiggle, Jigglypuff. And as you mentioned, Wizrobe using his Captain Falcon. Um, this was pretty hype, right? I mean, it's like not only beating one of the gods, but beating one of the gods. Yeah. You can see what it means to him. You know what makes me angry is when your bros pick you up like that and you can't shake Hungrybox's hand. That's really the missed opportunity here. <laughs> or throw a crab at No, that's pretty Someone cool. Someone actually gave him a stuffed crab. Just <laughs> the, like a uh, like, uh, little stuffed crab, foam crab. Just handed it to him and walked away. They were at a water park, right? Uh, yeah, this is at uh, Indoor Water Park. So. <laughs> I would have. Did anyone wear floaties for their stream match? I I don't think they uh I don't think they wore floaties. I know there were a bunch of flip flops in there. I would want floaties. Is that like a don't drown in pools joke waiting to happen right there? Yeah. All right, back to the recap. That's great. And shout outs to uh, Wizrobe. Um, and shout outs to Hungrybox too. He's a nice guy. Recap, right. Steve. Kicking it back over to the more traditional FGC side of things. Excuse me. We had Electric Clash take place in Toronto this past weekend. And JDCR, maybe not a big surprise uh, getting the win here, but Shadow20Z had himself a hell of a weekend. He actually made it to uh, Grand Finals from the winner's side, beat JDCR 2-0 to get into top eight. So he's someone I've been mentioning his name a few times about someone who seems like he's about to break through. This is even more proof of that. Uh, also good to see Abel Del Maestro out getting uh, top four as well. Joey Fury 
back in the uh, top of the results again. And yet, like Shardell coming all the way over from UK. So pretty strong weekend for just a challenger event. Quote, just a challenger event. Um, we also had a bunch of action on the Capcom Pro Tour. We had a pair of online events starting in Australia with Travis Struts, uh, Travis Styles, if I can say things properly, uh, uh, edging Somniac for the win to get his first ever victory on the tour. And it wasn't just his first ever victory. It was by far his best performance. This is a guy who really hasn't had a chance to go to a ton of events. Uh, so it was good to see some new players getting on the top of the standings. Uh, on the other side of things, we had a more familiar name waiting in the Middle East online event, and that was Big Bird, uh, taking it over Turkey's Volcano Rosso in the grand final to get the win. Uh, there was a bit of a blow-up around this event that we'll get into a little later. Um, most of it involved how many players were DQ'd or didn't show up uh, after checking in, uh, half or not failed to check in, I should say. Half of the players uh, were DQ'd for their opening match. Uh, you had Evil Yoshi, who went one and two in games he actually had to play, but he still made top eight because most of his path uh, were players that didn't show up. And that's not his fault. That's sure. not something to speak on at. It doesn't speak to his level as a player, but it's just an unfortunate circumstance there. Um, but the big CPT event of the weekend was DreamHack Dallas in Dallas, Texas, obviously. And it's another win for Punk, uh, picking up his fourth win of the season. And this win had a little extra significance because it means that he is the first player uh, to clinch a Capcom Cup berth through points. How did you math that? Uh, just the amount of points available through the rest of the season. It is impossible for him to get knocked out at the top 26, which is we're we're not we're barely into June, and he has already amassed such a massive lead. I think it's something like 2,400 points. Yeah, he's at 2,655. Tokido is second at 1085. He's almost triple second place right now. <laughs> it's because Karen is cheap. Yeah, uh, and you beat me to it. It's what, what, <laughs> what John said is completely accurate. Uh, I'm trying to find the. Uh, the I just here. spent the, um, the first half of my shift today writing an article uh, examining that. I think it's going to go up as like the last story today. But the idea that Karen is cheap. Is something that we heard as, as I'm sure you present right now from uh, one of the other top eight finishers at DreamHack. But also, I was at my local Ranbats over the weekend, and one of my fellow, you know, strongest players in Arizona said the same thing. And I think this was before we even heard it on uh, on Twitter. So the sentiment's floating out about there, uh, out there right now, and it's I'm sure it's because Punk is just killing everyone with this character and making it look easy. But there's a lot to be said in that discussion as to whether or not the character is cheap. I get why people would think that, especially because of the recent results, but I disagree with it. Well, um, I suppose we could hop into this now and just prolong the recap a little bit. But So what happened uh, on June 2nd was Brian F. 
puts a poll up on Twitter. Is Karen cheap? Yes or no? And the results are definitive. 48% yes, 52% no. No margin of error there. Um, and then Punk responds, maybe I'm just OD. Now, nobody put Punk in that original tweet. So it's kind of like uh, if the shoe fits, I guess. Um, but he uh, took that as meaning that he was calling him out. And then the exchange continues. I have a little bit of it here. Um, <laughs> we have Punk saying, why are you always salty, man? Never accepting losses or loses, as he wrote. Uh, Brian F. says, you're misreading me. I already said you were too good. It was a joke about my bison post at dinner, dummy. Brian says, mm-hmm. but for being the best in the world, you're very sensitive about people calling Karen cheap, which she is. But it's okay. The best players always use cheap characters. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this last one before we before we um, cut back to the panel here. Punk says, "I'm not sensitive, you bitch. Too much of no, <laughs> no wait. You no, put wait. a little punk on that. I, I put a little. I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. He says, <laughs> "I'm not sensitive. You bitch too much every time I beat you. It's actually annoying. <laughs> you just always want justification for loses." I don't care about Karen or anything. You in general are just annoying, except the lost, and stop bitching and get better. That's all. Um, so obviously I'm poking a little bit of fun at uh, Punk's ability to write, but uh, so they're calling each other out. People get real sensitive. John, you had a little running with this with Gustavo, who got mad when you said G wins it's a major. It's 2019, and the theme is be a bitch. I guess you know, like. <laughs> And I actually, I, I don't need to take sides here. I said earlier that I do think that uh, as far as the discussion as to whether or not Karen is cheap, I think that she's not. And I think that Punk is by far right now the best player in the world. Uh, that said, though, yeah, be, come on, guys. Come on. Everybody involved presses buttons for money. Some play, ain't that serious. I love it, but it ain't that serious, guys. It's just well, not. Well, okay, so... Yeah, I don't. I don't really care about what people are saying in, in terms of this is taking away from my glory and such. It's like you know what? Just let your results speak for themselves. And how can you ever care about what some what one other person says on the internet? Like you'll go crazy if you do that. We all do, of course, but but don't is my point. Um, that, I don't think it's really either here or there. I think the big question is, and what the community really wants to actually talk about is whether or not Karen is uh, is suddenly a cheap character. You know, um, or if it's just punk skill or, or you know, the, the things revolving around that conversation, I think, are a little more juicy. And I don't know if you guys want to get into that specifically and, and, and such, but that's where I think the actual meat of all this is. So I, I think I personally, wanna, oh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I want to bring up a point. So, uh, A, I'm a Karen player when I play Street Fighter Five, And in one way, Karen has been the character that stayed mostly the same since the inception of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um in another way, we're, we're at a point in video game culture where because things can be patched, people are very scared that their character is going to change, right? So you think that's what's fueling Punk saying, dude, I, she's not cheap. Don't say that shit. Well, I don't think it's what's fueling Punk entirely. Maybe there's some of it. Maybe there's not. I don't know the guy that well, so I don't know what he's thinking. Uh, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, look at Mortal Kombat, for example. Uh, they patch like something every two weeks, uh, and with Street Fighter Five, they've been patching something like what, like every year, if that, 
mm-hmm. or like maybe a little bit more. But it's one of those things where there's such a real fear, especially for like people who do this professionally for money, that if enough people are bitching about your character, that it's going to change and it's going to make it harder for you. Right. So in from my perspective, like that would piss me off if somebody just came up to me and was like, hey, your character is cheap and it should be changed. And they should nerf X, Y and Z. Now, as a Karen player, again, like she is a Street Fighter V character. She's got great buttons. She can play the neutral uh, and she does have a lot of cheap stuff with her V trigger one and a couple of mix ups here and there. I don't think she I don't think she's a problem. I think she plays great. Might just be because I'm a Karen player, whatever. But I think the bulk of the problem is uh, it's. I think it's a combination of. Uh, I think it's a combination of people devaluing his victory, and granted, with Karen, you do have to do some work to win, uh, unlike some other characters. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the, like they're devaluing his work, yeah. and that and that's something that hurts, right? Like you do sure. all this work to get to yeah. where you are, and then people are like, "Oh, it's just your character." It's like, come on, man. Yeah, but anybody with. Um with two brain cells can be like, no, that's not true. Like, uh, obviously, Punk is extremely talented. Yeah, and the overwhelming, the overwhelming sentiment from the community is that Punk is amazing. I don't think anyone's really questioning that. And, and the points and as even, well. I don't know. He's sensitive about it. Whatever. Hey, uh, shout out to C Trigger One Hundred One for the uh, four months sub. Uh, you Thank are you. correct. None of us are Donka. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, and to add on to that, you know, it's not just the fact that characters can get patched based on reaction but that the the fact that characters can get patched at all i feel contributed contributes to this because there's this idea that you know the old way of things was once the game was out balance was pretty much final until they decided to create a new version a completely new version of the game characters really couldn't be changed on the fly like they could now so what you had was what you had that's not the case anymore. So I think people are a little more uh, willing to look for, or they're w- they're less willing to accept that what it is is truly what it is. Because there's always that idea that a patch is just around the corner. Uh, at, and they'll announce it at the next Evo or the next big major or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, if somebody ever told me, T-Hawk was top tier, and that's the only reason why I beat John. I'd be really offended. So uh, what else was uh, left to discuss in the recap, Steve? Uh, well, there were a few other events at DreamHack Dallas. Uh, the big one, I know the one that you were looking at, uh, Deoxys taking MK11 mm-hmm. over Scar. So congratulations. So obviously, at Summit of Time... Sonic Fox beat everybody, and that was a who's who, so he was the best in the world. Then, at Combo Breaker, Scar beat Sonic Fox, making him the best in the world. And at DreamHack Dallas, Texas Finest Deoxys beat Texas Other Finest Scar, making him, by transitive property, better than Sonic Fox, and obviously the best in the world. Shoutouts to Deoxys, Texas is the best, what do you got? Yeah, not only that, he's also the best Dragon Ball Fighters player in the world, too, by proxy. Uh, I'm not sure if that's how it works, but we'll go with it. Are, are, are we talking about doing a lineal championship now? Armpit <laughs> lineal championship. 
Like, if it wasn't for the weird structure that requires that whoever enters the tournament with the belt, le- or whoever wins the tournament, leaves with the title, it'd be cool to see, like, a lineal championship. Like, someone comes around, they, they enter pools, they've got a title belt on their shoulder, and, like, you get to snatch it if you if you knock them into losers. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. That'd be Mark, Michael Martin's next Street Fighter Five project. <laughs> yeah. After Street Fighter League. Um. I just wanted to point something out. Uh, excellent Yong in the chat is asking if Raptor lost to a T-Hawk with Goken. What the fuck? Yeah, that, that's what happened. All right, but back to the topic at hand. Uh, Deoxys is really good at fighting games, and in this case, Mortal Kombat, and we're really proud of him, and hopefully I'm going to try my best to try to get him on the show um, because I like to talk to that guy. He's young, right? He's like freaking mid-20s, early 20s, one of these kids, or he's like going to be 17 and really make me feel old. I'm looking at well, you, I mean, Yong. like, young is a relative term. You've got guys like King Ray Jr., we're like 12 and making getting out of pools and teching. It, it, it feels like everyone under the age of 30 is a young guy to me, which is. Hey, Efren, the chat wants the T-Hawk go can run back. You interested? We already had it on the show. So no, the what people don't know is that the original was at my house when John was visiting. Uh, hey, Efren, nobody cares about that because nobody saw it. Nobody believes it. John, yeah. John, come on. I, know. I don't remember it. Yeah, well. Look, if it's not on the show, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, well. What, what's it? It's like Pixar GTFO. Is that the meme? Mm-hmm. Or Pixar didn't happen. That's what it is. Oh, actually, I saved the replay. I do have it at my house. I could, I could you buy saved it. the replay. <laughs> Look, it doesn't matter unless it's on Best of Five Live. All this VOD shit's bullshit. I will play the VODs live on the show. That's still a VOD. F you. Do you have a list of every girl that's kissed you ever? <laughs> like, you can remind yourself. <laughs> no. Plus, there's only one. My wife. Aww. I was born the day we met. Anyway. <laughs> reborn. Moving on. Um, oh, God. I'll, I'll, I'll only rematch John if it's in person and if we can recreate the conditions of the original uh, <laughs> never to be never to be believed or seen. I've been training with the weighted... Uh, Weighted training uniform on, so I'll be ready for you next hey, time. Hey, you guys ever watch uh, what's that? Ducktales. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like there's a lot of quacking and a lot of ducking going on here by Efren. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've heard all day. How Alon, long have you been sitting on that? Who, who, who gave Alon a mic? You did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. It wasn't just Mortal Kombat. There was also player Dreamhack Dallas. I'm gonna take your thunder here. Blaze Brew Cross Tag Battle was won by Shinku. Soul Calibur was won by Blue God. Tekken 7 Akash, if I'm pronouncing that right. Windjammers by Jordy LaForge. Brawlhalla uh, Singles was won by Sandstorm. Doubles won by Boomy and Sandstorm. Smash Bros. Melee won by Hugs. Doubles by SFOP and Uncle Mojo. And Ultimate Mudace, MVD, and Esam. Speaking of Esam, I tuned in earlier today to the Nakiel fundraiser tournament. Who would like to set up that story, or should I just go into it? Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll pull up the links for chat. So if you can, please support this cause. Uh, one of our own from the FGC, Nakiel, was diagnosed with cancer, and he's going to surgery. or He's been in surgery today, if I'm not mistaken. And all of his Panda Global brethren, I think this is super cool. It's such a like a nice, warm, fuzzy hug from not only the community at large, but you know your your teammates and of course Panda Global. We've had um, the CEO of Panda Global on. You can just tell he's the kind of guy who really cares about his people, and he's 
it's not a corporation type of thing for them, right? Um, they're uh, doing like a 24-hour stream, right? And they're trading off, and there was Windows. And so at any given moment, a Panda Global member, team member, is streaming. And throughout the entire thing, they're raising funds for to help NetGale pay for the surgery. Um, what do you guys think, man? Isn't that, first of all, fuck cancer. Second of all, um, I feel like somehow this is a heartwarming story, even though, considering the circumstances? It, it reminds us of how, so we talk about this a lot on the show because more often than not in the FGC, and this is probably true for most communities that exist, you know, with their communication primarily through the internet and such, and, and hey, we are, are a, a community that thrives on competition. So how many potholes are there on that road, right? So there's a lot of negativity, a lot of drama, a lot of uh, shade throwing and such. But these kind of instances remind us that it is a community and it is something of a family, right? And, and it's like, there is support. I remember thinking about this the first time when I traveled to, uh, to New York, just on a family vacation, wasn't FGC related. And just, you know, hitting, hitting people up and um, just on a Facebook group and like, hey, I'm in New York for this amount of time. And, and there was a bunch of people that just PM'd or, and responded and like, oh, we could pick you up. Here's where we play and stuff. And it's like, wow, you can go almost anywhere in the world. And this family, this community is there and, and they'll support you. And even if we're, even if we're fighting uh, in doing a lot of infighting, uh, at the end of the day, there is so much support and there is so much uh, uh, sense of relationship with people that you may have never even met before. And uh, and as cool as that was, this is, you know, a hundred times cooler. The fact that when you are in a place of such dire need and, and I can only imagine how scary and anxious um, that sort of a situation would be, you know, you have countless people from all over the world, some of whom don't even speak the same language as you and totally different cultures thinking of you as a as a brother or a family member and supporting you and throwing their money at you and and just trying to help you out and i think it's a very beautiful thing so that would be at least to me the the heartwarming aspect of this there's an article on event Hubs as well um with a little more information there you can check it out um i can link it actually <clears throat> uh, uh just to give a couple updates uh Nakiel posted a picture after surgery, so he seems to be recovering well, which is great to hear. Um, and then right now, uh, Wolfie VGC is streaming as part of this. Uh, all told, all together, they are up to t over $12,000 oh, wow. raised. Yeah, I think 5000 was the original goal. That's yeah. fantastic. So it's, it's great to see that. Um, that's going to keep... Uh, Wolfie's going to keep on streaming until eight o'clock so a half hour after we're done and then it goes back to knock yell on his stream can you imagine that uh, so assu assuming he he gets home so it would be so definitely check that out tonight there is no ultra chen uh so if yeah, you if you're looking to check something out tonight that would definitely be the thing to watch yeah man that that is like as you said john like one of those reminders that you're like fuck dude this is a really cool community and it is great and there's people in the comments saying, no, it proves that healthcare in the United States is ass. But, and, and it's like... That, 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 we, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> exactly. Brings us to our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, we all know it is. Um, thank God that there's people who can rally around you like this. And it is it is good to hear. The, the, I, I just have to point out, we do this all the time, right? When someone needs help, and sometimes it's a joke, sometimes it's more serious like this, but the idea of the spirit bomb, how 
poetically perfect as it did not yell as a Dragon Ball Fighters player. And this is all based around the what is it, the snack bomb, the the spirit bomb. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in Dragon Ball, for those that watched it, when you you know when the spirit bomb was done, it was all about like you know the community and the power of of the the you know the world around you and the people around you and stuff. So it's like it's just poetic for days. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it is great. And again, um, there's still time if you want to donate anyway. Um, who knows what future, uh, you know, help you might need. The bills the bills run in afterwards. Yeah. You get the bill from this doctor and that doctor and whatnot. And hopefully he does have a, a good situation with insurance and whatnot. But I'm sure uh, anything and everything will help right now. So, And they will, uh, they said that if anything beyond what is needed will be donated to charity. So All right on. Okay, um, what you got, Alon? Yeah, so speaking of giving, giveaway. Are we ready to spin this wheel to make somebody else happy? Yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, this is the first of two. Yeah, the first of two. So we're gonna do one now, and we'll have another like raffle to get more people in here later. But this is the wheel. Uh, let me pull up the list here. So we got uh, Space Dive, Big Four Lil, Novernux, Look, Warm Cereal, uh, Shayon Twenty Six, Kwanzai, Muckmaster, and Droko. All right, those are the people we that have made space the list. Dive winning, right? What? Oh, I'm sorry. No, nothing. Oh, I, I spunt it. All right. Spin the big wheel. Oh, and Look, warm is... cereal. <laughs> Look, warm cereal. Not to be confused. Lukewarm cereal. You are the proud winner of your game of choice for PC only. God, don't. <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble here. Um, I will DM you at the conclusion of the show, and we will get this rolling. So congratulations, lukewarm. Uh, there will be another one uh, later in the evening, so definitely is stay tuned for that. Yeah, so watch out for another uh, hashtag give me coming up soon. We need some Donka faces of surprise at the um, awesome giveaway here. All right, cool. Um, Steve, what should we watch next weekend or this coming weekend? We've got a few options. Um, most of them, are, you've got the the regular stuff, the e-league competition for mortal Kombat 11 uh street fighter league goes into week eight uh you also have an online cpt event uh for eastern europe that is taking place this weekend as well as a um uh taipei major which is part of the C- uh, premiere on the cpt as well as part of the tekken world tour and the dead or alive six uh world championship series you also have uh, Nintendo's pre-E3 event, uh, Battle of the Best, which includes a international 3v3 for Smash Brothers Ultimate. That will take place on Saturday. You looking forward to E3? No, not really, actually. it's. I think that E3's days, at least how we know it today, and, and similar shows like that um, are, or, or I guess events like that are maybe their days are numbered it feels like it's not the thing anymore as at least how it has existed and it might be a little while before it really slows down but like for instance playstation um not doing stuff like the playstation experience and i don't think playstation or sony is going to be at e3 right um it's like a lot of this stuff is done over just because of the internet and the way it works now you don't really need this kind of a place to do a lot of the things that you want to do. And you probably save money by you yeah, know, not having to fly out there and set up things and pay people to be there and, and all that. I think it's a lot easier. So uh, unless they evolve and change in some significant way, uh, I don't think that they're going to 
they're going to be around much longer. I, at least I, I, I will say that I freaking love the Nintendo Directs. It's like, what more do you need? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, on that note, actually, uh, I think... So PlayStation adopted that format of doing either like a monthly or a bi-monthly update, right? They call it the state of play, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and yeah, much like to what John's saying, like that's a lot easier and a lot cheaper to do than going to a conference like E3 or going somewhere else and like having to put all of this stuff together and making sure everybody's trained and making sure things uh, like gambling on things going smoothly or not smoothly. Cause if we remember last year, Sony did like the craziest thing where they had two sets and then in between, like in the middle of the conference, they had an intermission where people would go from one set to another and then they kept the conference going. And it turned out like it wasn't really much of a conference. It was just a bunch of videos of all the shit that was coming. And it got decent feedback aside from, you know, taking forever. Uh, so Was that, was that the year with uh, Pan Flute Guy? Yeah, which was pretty dope. Dude, that guy was like, yeah. that guy was badass. He's like one of the that? last living people that can play that instrument. It's that called tradition. the Shakahachi. That's, that's, Ooh, a, that's a trivial moment right there. Yeah, no, uh, uh, one of my teachers growing you up. You made that up, didn't you? No, 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 one of my teachers growing up. <laughs> one of my teachers growing up studied with that guy. It's cool. All oh, right. And a lot of people, I mean, this is a total side note. We're getting off on a tangent, but people were like mad. Oh, why you have a white guy dressed as a Japanese dude? Mm-hmm. It's because he's the only guy that can play the instrument at that level, you asshole. Or the um, only guy that they could get there. Regardless, it was badass. Um, but like, you know, the Nintendo Direct approach is curated. It's like... You're not going to have a bad performance live on stage. If you mess up, shoot it again. Um, get it right. So I guess it's probably more controlled. I do enjoy a live experience. Um, I do enjoy it like in the Game Awards when they somebody comes out and they, and they promote a, a trailer or show a new trailer. Yeah, and that's and not that. to say that that's not going to happen anymore. It just yeah. won't be like a, a – it won't be like here's everything we're doing for the next year in one conference. Mm-hmm. Right which is a big stress on the people making stuff and the people presenting stuff. I will say I do love seeing new updates on games. I Everybody's, you know, there's rumors that there's Street Fighter VI is rapidly approaching. Who knows? Uh, certainly by Evo, there might be uh, some announcements about Street Fighter V, courtesy of Ono's cryptic tweets. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows if, if at E3 they announce the PlayStation 5, there might be a... Um, a Street Fighter Six attachment to I'm, that? I'm thinking that the earliest we might hear, and I think a, a smart place for Capcom to make that kind of announcement would be Capcom Cup this year. But um, I'm not expecting a ton from Capcom at E3 this year. Uh, I don't know what there's a ton. That's So let me, let me dial it back a little bit. You asked if we were excited. I'm still excited because like a, a lot of new stuff's going to come out, and that's it's cool. But just as like you know, E3 is traditionally the most busy time of the year for event hubs because there's a million things that happen all at once, right? We're all scrambling trying to get all these stories up and go back through the 3,000 different stream archives that are happening simultaneously. Um, and but as we're like kind of preparing here, trying to get our ducks in a row, it's it feels like. I don't know how much news is actually coming down the pike as far as fighting games go. So I should I should clarify, I'm not super hyped for what is for what looks like it's coming in, in fighting games, but I do hope there's some cool stuff, and I'm sure there will be. It's just I don't know what it's going to be at all, so I'm like, how do I get hyped for it? Did you completely miss that conf- that 100% real Street Fighter VI leak? I didn't even oh. bother looking at it. All, all I saw was people saying that this was such like it was like obvious comedy here. Um, it was funny. Yeah, the wor- the wording was just like, "What do we think people are thinking right now?" And let's try to uh, put it in 
it was like someone trying to be professional that wasn't professional. So they came off as like the most unprofessional, right? So the the best part was that it was a leak that included guest characters such as Shrek, <laughs> Joseph Joestar, and John is. Cena. And people didn't immediately scream bullshit. There's some guys that are like, well, you know what? There might be something to this. <laughs> John Cena would 100% have reptiles, uh, Mortal Kombat 2, invisibility. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably start the round with it. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway. He just, and then fades. <laughs> um, okay, 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 okay. Let's get back on track here. We got a couple of topics left. We're going to talk about Knack. Let me uh, get rid of that here. Um, there's some Mortal Kombat topics. But should we open up the? Uh, how, how do you want to do the, the the raffle, the second raffle? Should we open up and let it go the whole episode? Uh, I'll start another one in like a minute. Can you make sure that somebody who was already on the wheel, regardless of whether they won or not, are not added? No, to this no, no. Nope. How dare? Let them all play. Let uh, them all the play. The only Everyone's person eligible. Look, the only thing, that, the absolute time. only thing I can guarantee is that Ultra David is going to win. <laughs> Makes sense. Everyone but lukewarm cereal is eligible. And me. I'm, I'm eligible, right? Yeah, guys, but no, not you. Uh, before we move on, how tight would Shrek be in Street Fighter 6? No, no. I, I would I would go as far as to give you, um, you can do a, a Shrek skin for Birdie, but that's it. <laughs> or what about like uh, when Shrek turned into a human, I think in Shrek 2? There's no way you can talk any of us into making Shrek in Street Fighter. What if Smash Mouth does the entire soundtrack for Street Fighter (laughs) 6? Then can we have Shrek? Okay, fine. I tried, guys. I mean, it would be good. Steve doesn't like having a good time. Let's talk about... Before we do, the raffle is open. Uh, It's hashtag I'm a Shrek main. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) So everybody go ahead and get in on that. I apostrophe M? I apostrophe M uh, Shrek main. All one word. Everybody get in on that. It it, it reads like I mash Shrek main. I'm a Shrek main. Got it. Get it right, guys. You want to be entered, don't you? I'm a Shrek main. (laughs) You just lied, didn't you? That's not even a thing, is it? Elon chimes back in. Just kidding. Raffle's not open yet. No, there's look five, no, no, fourteen okay. entrance total. It's in. It's, I thought it's you real. just trolled us all to say something stupid. No, I'm making all. everybody say they're a Shrek main. <laughs> not me. You did say it. I guess I technically yeah. did say it. Um, Touche. Let's talk about <laughs> the. Gotcha, bitch. the <laughs> yeah. The ultimate arbiter of what game is relevant and what game is not. That is the Evo 2019 entrant leaderboard. We don't actually know how many entrants per game yet, but we do know the order in which they are from most entered to least entered. And here's the graphic. So at the top of the board of the Evo 2019 entrant leaderboard as of May 1st, I'm sorry, May 1st versus June 1st. So we have the uh, who's up, who's down. Steve, I'm still in your thunder. Go ahead. Uh, well, obviously, S- Super Smash Brothers Ultimate maintains that top spot. Uh, Street Fighter V, there was a bit of a hubbub when it dropped to third. It's back up to second, teching it down to third. Uh, the other swap was Unist and Mortal Kombat 11. MK11 now up into the top four. Unist down to sixth. Again, we don't know specific numbers, except that Smash passed 1,000 players at some point. But... 
Uh, I, I feel like most of these are very tight in terms of, you know, especially two through six. I don't think there's that much separation there because we've seen a ton of movement in those spots. So I, I, I feel like Smash has a clear lead. The bottom three have a have a clear drop off. And then everyone else is just sort of like really, really close. So like 20, 30 people might move a game up one, even two spots, I feel. Hey, can I ask yeah. a question? No. Yes. Uh, why does this, why does it matter? Why does Dude, that matter? this is the most important thing. My game is bigger than your game. Therefore, my PP is bigger than your PP is what it means. I mean, I guess. That's this is, this is everything. I guess. I, I don't. I don't understand. Bragging rights, man. That's what the world goes around on. Man, who cares? Because like, just go play your game and have fun. Okay. Fucking everybody and, and chill and out. And sing Kumbaya in between your sets. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, if, if somebody wants to sing Kumbaya, who are we to say no? All right. If I'm not mean, stopping you. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it, though. I'll answer your question with a question. Yeah? Why does it matter that it matters? Is it hurting you? Yeah, what's your, what's, your, what's your deal? Well, why does it matter that it matters if it matters? Because it's fun. But yeah, now, man. if it's hurting anything, then this is, this is you a could talk show about topical subjects, Elon, and this is topical, and we're talking about no, it. And th- I understand that, but wh- I don't understand. None of it matters. This entire show is frivolous. Look, we're talking about video I'm games. Not, I'm I'm just saying, like, why is it so important that your game is up first or second or last? Like, it's you know, a, just it's fucking sh- enjoy it. It's a shorthand way of it, and it's not even a fully accurate way. Of doing this, but it's a shorthand way of measuring the health of a scene, or at least the perceived health. You know, you talk about Dragon Ball Fighters, it and you know being seventh out of nine. It's still going to be a pretty bit damn big tournament at Evo, uh, but it's you know going from the top game last year to uh, in the bottom third in terms of entrant numbers. It doesn't speak well to how many people are playing it, which speaks, which could speak to how much support it's going to get, which could speak to how invested people are going to be in terms of picking up the game if they feel like this is, you know, it's a dead game because we have this obsession with games, you know, if you're not the first or the second most popular game, you're a dead game and you should, you know, your community should die and move on to the games that aren't dead, which are, there are only two up by definition. To me, on some level, though, it's also cool. It, it would be interesting to see like a little line graph of uh, when there are spikes in entrance. <laughs> what you do? Uh, Float toss wants to yeah. know how many of these entrants are quackbot. That is an important question. <laughs> um, no, but like, why did Street Fighter Five go up? Why didn't Tekken keep pace? Uh, was it because of DreamHack? Did, like, did Punk do really well? And people were like, hey man, you know what? After enter. Or people are watching Mortal Kombat and thinking, damn, this game's really good, and there's a spike. Like, to me, it, it, like, you know, the data is beautiful type of thing to see what caused the spikes, what caused the dips. Um, it's cool. It's interesting to follow the progress on it. Hmm. Um, why don't you care? I think, I'm, I think I'm just one of those people that I don't like comparing things to each other. So it's like, cool. You go to EVO, you play the games you like. And uh, that's it. You have fun. Uh, granted, I in some way I do understand just because it's like, oh, who's gonna get the main stage? Blah 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 blah. But like at the end of the day, like okay, for a great example, uh, Combo Breaker, we had that huge turnout for VSAV. 
Right, and they had such a great moment with uh, Nakanishi. Or is it Nakanishi? Was that his name? I'm Na- terrible. Yeah, Nakanishi. Uh, yeah, with uh, Nakanishi showing up and everybody showing him support, and it's great. And there's still going to be like a side tournament at Evo for VSAV, I'm sure. So, like, I, I just don't understand this whole like dick measuring contest. At least that's you know what it feels like do? to me. I think that there shouldn't even be any losers. I think that in all of these tournaments, everyone should get a trophy, too. <laughs> And we should sing Kumbaya in between. Elon, you would get that means you would get a trophy. Dude, I would enter every tournament if I could get a trophy for every tournament. I bet you would. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. No, whatever. Fine. You don't give a shit about it, Elon. Thank you for Devil's Advocate. No, it was it made it for was, good it's, conversation. It's a thought. Thank you for having those. You're welcome. Um all right, let's talk a little bit about Samurai Showdown. There was a beta? There was a demo. I didn't play it. I played It was in Japan, I think. Grandma yes. versus uh, if and it's still open. Uh if you have a uh, PSN or Xbox Live account in either Asia, Southeast Asia, or Japan, you have access to a two-hour time demo of Samurai Showdown. So if you have that account or can get that account, that's an option open uh, to you. Uh, what has kind of picked up uh, Steam in the last day or two is that a uh, hidden message for telling us that you want games on steam for the giveaway <laughs> I, I dislike you all <laughs> sorry <laughs> gotcha, p- p- picked up steam you were saying so yd who is the person who measured input lag for street fighter 5 helped blow that up especially the instability part of things uh he measured Samurai Showdowns uh, in the uh, excuse me in the demo, and he said that it was eight that it was eight frames of lag, uh, and he called it this is the worst lag I have ever measured. Wow! You give it an F plus, right? Yeah, but which it has eighty eight percent stability, if I recall correctly, which isn't bad. 83 according to his test which you know not terrible but the big thing is eight frames of lag is bad and (laughs) and if i can jump into it eight frames of lag for this game is terrible because this is like a footsie poking with punish sort of game right this is not just a footsie with punish sort of game it's the footsie with punish Mm, that's like footsies took that title well that's that's true but, but, I mean, that's what the game is based on. And yep. for this game to come out with eight frames, you know, with that much lag, it, it, I don't know if it's a death knell for the game, but it hurts this game much more than it would hurt almost any other game, honestly. Is there any silver lining or good that came out of this? Well, um, no. The, when they... When they saw this, uh, the community manager for SNK said, uh, thanks for bringing it to our attention. The deaths have been informed and are working out didn't a plan know. as I type this out. So they're working on it. The problem is this game comes out in three weeks. So, I mean, so was Sonic going to come out and they, they push that shit back? Well, <laughs> Sonic isn't at EVO 2019. But he's on the panel. Mm-hmm. He's, hey, he's on the panel, which is a great achievement. Can, can I bring but, up a point? Go for it. He had another thought. It's a fucking beta. 
Yeah, isn't dude. That the point? No, but it's indicative of what the game's going to be, and there isn't that much of a turnaround time to get it right. Okay, and I can it's also that. like, and if you are going to put out a beta, make sure it's a good one because now what are people talking about? Ah, oh, eight frames of lag. Yeah, I'm not going to bother. The whole point of the beta is to test the game so that they can then in turn make it better, right? Yes. Right, but how many improvements are you going to see in the next three weeks that will get that will get implemented, tested, approved, and shipped out? Yeah. Look, I just and think everybody Elon. needs to chill. First impressions are huge. Come I mean, on, uh, we on. saw Chun Li and Dante Marvel Infinite faces when the game was just in development, right? And that got fixed, but did that ever go away? No. And it was a huge factor in what put Marvel Infinite in such a bad light in the community's eyes. So I 100% hear what you're saying, Alon. And yes, you're right. But you're also playing with how society and the public reacts. And that's a factor here. And so I think that it is significant that you would have a this kind of problem in particular with your game is, is a bad look. Clack14 says, first impressions matter. Think of, inversely, how people are talking about Grand Blue, even our own boy, uh, Michael Donka Schiller, who's not here today, unfortunately. Go to his Twitter and see what he has to say about that game. And that's not him, just him saying it. There's a ton of people playing it, a ton of people enjoying it, or at least they did when the beta was out. It's important. Don't fuck it up. If you're going to put your game out early, don't mess it up. Do you remember when we had the first taste of the MK11 beta and how people were not very optimistic about that game? And then it turns out that it was on a build that was like a billion years old, but the purpose of it was just to test the network? No, I remember when they played it at that event and people were saying it's cool, but it's a little slow. And then they sped it up. Now, that's different than input lag. Mm -hmm. Tweaking the numbers of, uh, you know, if a move is safe or not, or how fast the character moves across the screen right. is different than lag. Right. Granted, uh, honestly, I did not know about the game coming out in three weeks, but... So you're going to apologize to John is what you're saying? I'm not going to apologize for nothing. Uh, <laughs> no regrets. Are, apologies are for jerks. Chill out. Uh, I think <laughs> the, the thing that just bothers me is that the definition between a demo and a beta have changed over time. And that's through the fault of how marketing happens nowadays. And it's this not is just an unforced error. It's how, re it's how releases happen. Because when a game comes out, you you know you used to expect the final product. Now you expect a day one patch. Now you expect balance changes. Excuse me. You know, months, even years down the line. So once a, a game's release isn't necessarily the game's release. I mean, Street Fighter V took two years to release. <laughs> How long you hey. sitting on that one? Hey. <laughs> hey, is this game uh, Unreal Engine? I think that's what they said, right? Is it the, it is. Is it the new Chat, Is it Unreal Engine? It I has to be, up. right? Because Unreal Mortal Engine Kombat's well, not on the new one. Really? It's uh, uh, yeah, Unreal uh, Mortal Kombat's Unreal 3. What the fuck? They said they had like a highly modified uh, Unreal three engine well I, I, I don't want to knock unreal too much but okay so the chat's saying yes a lot yeah uh, yeah um, unreal full. so so here's the thing unreal i'm sure is very good for a lot of things it looks real nice all that stuff but it doesn't seem to be working very well for fighting games because that was tekken and they had the input leg street fighter they had the input leg here yeah. we go with sam show has the input leg um, I think something needs to change, and it probably will. Well, it has already. Uh, Unreal 3, I think, had the issue with the input lags. As soon as they moved it to Unreal 4, that's when both Tekken and Street Fighter had those lag uh, input lag updates. <coughs> I, mean, granted, I, don't know if, I don't know if Street Fighter 5 is in Unreal 4, but I know that they've worked on it and fixed it. You know who's got yeah, really Tekken good... Tekken 7 uh, is down to 4. 
at this point. So, and they used to be they used to be much higher, but they they implemented the changes. Um, you know, and 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 there's a wide range of results even among games that use the Unreal Engine. So it's not just Unreal Engine equals six seven frames of lag. Yeah, you know, it's. Hey guys, I have a question for the uh, panel and the chat. What the hell is Tekken Tag Turbo? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, do you know what Street Fighter Five or Street Fighter Rainbow Edition is? I do. There's a this there's a cabinet planet at Arcade GFO. This is pretty much that of the Tekken scene. Uh, this was a game that for a long time was rumored to exist, but no one had proof. Uh, and then Harada a while back released videos showing uh, this version of Tekken Tag One, uh, which they have modified. Everyone has that same sexy pose <laughs> as their intro. Um, check out the gravity. Check out the speed. Uh, gravity is, you know, at some points optional. What the hell? <laughs> Was he flying? Yeah. He he's at least hovering. Check that. So that is yeah, actually, like a function of Magneto right now. That is actually going to be at Evo 2019. Harada said he is bringing the cabinet out. Uh, allegedly, there's only going to be one cabinet, so you can expect some lines when you try to play this. But ooh, that's a sexy win pose. Yeah. Uh, did, did an electric yeah. make the character go off the screen? Can you can you rewind it just a little bit more? I think I just saw an electric make somebody like fly away from here or further back. Uh, I think a little bit further back, a little bit further back. All right, let's go back a little bit. You tell me. There, right there, right there. I think he tagged him. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he tagged. He tagged. He landed and tagged. He came yeah, back like, down real fast. Look, 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 look. He just went to the moon before that. That's dope. Yeah, he tagged out. Yeah. Um, but no, the more important uh, thing is this little wind pose here. Let's watch it in slow mo. <laughs> Buns, wait, buns, wait, buns, wait. Buns, buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, yeah, with the yeah, Gendro yeah, going cloth yeah, over there? Yeah, yeah. All right. Could you, could you not make <laughs> that noise, please? God damn. Um, listen, dude. Just let it happen. Hey, there it goes again. You just went to the moon. It's the electric. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> yeah, you get launched in this game. It, it, it's, you literally get launched. You've got a rocket strapped to you and. You know, ha- having, having this game at Evo, um, obviously, is not for competitive purposes, but if you ask, um, what's his name? McRibs. Uh, I'm blanking on his Joey. Name. Wizard. Queller. Mr. Wizard. Um, <laughs> that it's like, it's not, Evo is becoming more of a video game convention than, that also has the most important tournament at it, but the, the convention part of it, the fandom part of it, is through the roof, right, and expanding every year. And this seems like the perfect fit for something like that. I think it's cool. I think it's great. Um, okay, I wanted to cleanse our palate with what we were talking about with that. Uh, quick update. I can't remember, dude. I'm sorry. Um, Blue, in our news tips channel in our Discord, uh, put in a tweet saying that Rick Fox, the founder and co-founder of GG, said he has changed his mind about departing the esports organization and plans to oust the investor who made the racist comment. Ayo. Can we give an applaud for that? Fucking get him. No. Can he, though? That's the thing. The entire issue well, is that I, no one knows if they have the power to push him out. Yeah, but like, I remember thinking that when this 
story broke that one of these investors was dropping N-bombs on, not only on, uh, crap, dude, I should have done a little more research. Jace Hall. Exactly. But also on uh, Rick Fox himself. Um, it's like, these guys are the victims here, right? Not Not to say that they were claiming to be victims, but the point is like, they're the ones that are being wronged, and then they're the ones that are going to leave? That, that's bullshit. Get this guy the hell out. It seems like that table has turned, and I'm excited to hear that in some capacity, in my limited knowledge of the inner workings of this. Because, again, I think that Echo Fox was a shining example of what the FGC could be with a, with a team like of that size, and I wanted to see them stick around and do well. Um, it kind of sucked that, um, that that's what was happening here. Any brief thoughts before we get on to Shang Tsung, A Taste of Things to Come, Mortal Kombat trailer reveal that was really cool? Said it, said it before and I'll, I'll say it again. You know, it's not that jerks exist. You know, it's that the jerks who exist, so many of them seem to have this sort of money and power, which sucks dealing with. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's great. Let's see if I can download this uh, trailer while we talk. Yeah, should we uh, remind the chat, anyone that's recently joined, that we have a raffle going on right now? Uh, hash, case you hashtag I'm a Shrek main if you want to enter a raffle for, was it, Steve, a game of your choice? Yes. No, game as of long their as choice. I, that, man, I really wish it was a game of, like, a dealer's choice type of giveaway. That'd be dope. Man, if you want a copy of MLB 14, the show, I'm the man to talk to you right now. It's still it's, in the show. It is still wrapped. Does it? So, oh, wait. They cut off the online connectivity for that, right? Oh, never mind. I was going to ask for it. Although I've, ne- so I've never played baseball, so I don't know. I'm, hashtag I'm a Shrek main. There is an apostrophe in I'm. Yep, I think I can. And, uh, I think, that'll get you into the thing. I think Moobot will let me. Oh, there it is. Yep. Did I do it? Yeah, there it yep. is. All right, I have the trailer. Let's watch this trailer here. Uh, I'll fast forward a little bit. Oh, I also here. want to point out that Efren tried to enter the giveaway. <laughs> I do every single time. Yeah, I know, and I delete you every time. God. Did you delete me? Because I typed it out to show what, what you're supposed to type. Yeah, y'all are missing Kerry Tagawa doing his thing, all right, versus Raiden. Um, Watching. This is the sickest trailer that Mortal Kombat has dropped, and they have tro- dropped some really sick trailers. This we is all- the sickest trailer for a fighting game character ever. Uh, I think that it's definitely a top three contender. Um, when I saw the Ninja Turtles on Injustice, I was pretty hyped. But, um, you know, we already knew that Shang Tsung was going to be the first character to drop in the DLC combat pack. Uh, we didn't know that he was going to be young, and we didn't know that he was going to be able to use all the deceased ninjas. In this case, we're assuming they're all deceased. In this trailer, you see him not only do his original shtick, which was turned into any of the characters, in this case, his opponent, Raiden, he also turns into Smoke, Ermac, Reptile, Rain, and at one point he does them all in one combo almost. He also does Scorpion and Sub-Zero in his uh, Fatal Blow. In his Fatal Blow, which is neat. Um, this is awesome. This yeah. is the important part here, though. The part where he turns into Raiden? And he gets a crushing blow. Mm, Raiden's crushing blow. He gets blow. Raiden's crushing yeah. blow. Yeah. That's important. Because, look, you can only use one crushing blow per match, right? So does he get an extra one? And here's the combo, though. Yeah, so he starts his smoke, turns into rain, turns into Ermac, 
and turns into reptile. Of course, some people are upset. They're like, oh, well, this means that my character's never going to be in the game. It super doesn't. It doesn't because he turns into, look, he's Sub-Zero right now. Guess who's in the game, guys? Oh, Scorpion. Guess who's also in the game? So, but you know yeah, I mean, what people mean, John, that they don't get to play yes. exclusively as Rain or as Ermac as a No, 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 no. I'm character. saying it's possible that they could. I mean, he turns into Noob Cybot, too. He turns into the three ninjas that are in the game. You know what so, I am? To me, it does not disconfirm that these guys couldn't be coming later on. Well, I have a rebuttal for you but i think alan wants to say something yeah, i'm more upset that this is not goro no it's kentaro because it's gotta be kentaro though yeah it's, a, it's a throwback but okay wait don't click away yet peep this right first of all it's really cool that he does this your, your soul's soul. mine um check it out so they say the names of the characters are in it and, and they have sound effects they do um oh. sindel of course uh, this i was super excited <laughs> about Spawn. Can't wait to see how he plays. He's probably going to be shit tier, but he'll be cool to have him in the game. And the two more guests. If you're following the, um, well, before we get into that topic, also the skin and gear for each DLC character and 19 additional skins. And I think somewhere, I don't see it here, but uh, there's like a costume pack for all the original, like the original ninja skins. Yeah, I think it should be at the very end of the trailer. Okay, let's see. I could be. Yeah, wrong. The, uh, the, the three ninjas pop up. Okay, keep going. It's right after this, I think. Yep. Boom, there it is. Okay, so you can go back. Um, they leaked the DLC roster. If you want, if you don't want to hear it, put your earmuffs on. But it's very likely, based on the names that are revealed here, uh, Nightwolf, Sindel, and Spawn, that the rest of the leaked list, which included these names, is entirely I accurate. Will, here, hold on. Before you say it, I'll wiggle my fingers <laughs> while while they're talking. So, and then once they're once the talking is done. I will stop wiggling my fingers. Okay, I hope you can do jazz fingers for 20 minutes because <laughs> I'm about to go hard on this. No, um, okay. F last chance to earmuff it. But um, Ash Williams from The Evil Dead, or more importantly, hopefully from... Uh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, wherein he has his chainsaw hand and a shotgun. I haven't watched the show Ash vs. The Evil Dead. And good. Terminator, hopefully Arnold and not the new Terminator who's in the new trailer, which looks pretty cool. Um, total side note trivia. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just Steve is distracting me to no end. The guy that plays that new Terminator is from Texas, lived in Austin. My brother, who's uh, who studied film and did his guy's graduate degree in film, his thesis film had that actor in it. They're friends. He was at his wedding. Oh, wow, cool. And now he's playing the Terminator. Isn't that neat? <laughs> Anyway, the other characters to be revealed are, keep them fingers twiddling, Fujin and Joker. Banjo-Kazooie. And Banjo-Kazooie and Shrek. <laughs> um, I think it's fine. I'm excited about it. Okay. You good? Yeah, we're good. I won't mention any of the names anymore other than to say the names again. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> that was our question of the day. Do we have a question of the day or do we want to do a block grab on some of these responses? Well, let, let's... Well, let's. This was the question of the day, and it will be our, our block grab. So, what was the question that? of the day uh, again, specifically? Question of the day: What guest characters, if any, did would you like to see in Mortal Kombat 11? All right, let's take that to a block grab. Then we're going to take your answers and block grab them. <laughs> Mailbag. Okay, uh, let me pull up the. Um, the old tweeteroonies. We got some good responses on this one. 
And the first one, most important, mine, Curtis Stryker. He's not a guest character, I guess. He's just a character. Um, no, we have Blackest Baron at K4S3Y with The Undertaker. Blocker grab. <laughs> you know Steve's going to grab on this because he likes wrestling. That's stupid. <laughs> I like wrestling. I watched wrestling for like 15 years. And you still don't want The Undertaker? No. The, the, the guy that was the Paul Bearer, he died, right? Yeah. So it'd be cool if like he came back to life for this game. And he was like, he'd so, walk up with. Uh, you, he like, was a revenant version the of the Paul Bear. Steve is so offended right now. Steve is so offended. Um, blocker grab on Undertaker with a reanimated uh, uh, Paul Bear. This uh, are that's we the wrong. Did he have a cane alternate skin? Because they had the same moveset for a while. <laughs> Steve, are you going to talk? Or are you? <laughs> I I I, th- I wasn't sure if you were going with him or me. Um. Here is why I'm actually going to block the Undertaker. <gasps> you know, he's yeah. <laughs> Elon has gasped audibly in the fucking studio here. <laughs> so, so what's the big complaint about Mortal Kombat's gameplay? You have these very long cinematics that just take feel like they take forever and break up the flow of the match. Yeah. If you select The Undertaker, it's going to take you about six minutes to get from the character select screen to the round one fight because that entrance is going to be so damn long. It is ridiculous. There'll be druids popping up. There'll be like torches that drop from the ceiling. He shows up like a minute in and then it's like a 200 yard walk that he goes at a not-so-brisk pace because he's dark and foreboding. So, you know, I for the good of the game, I have to block. All right. That's a very well-thought-out and, and logical answer that actually takes components of, like, what people are expecting for the game and liking and disliking and, and, and puts them together and comes to a logical conclusion. Um, my answer is similar. I just think it would be stupid, so I'm going to block. <laughs> <laughs> Along what you got, buddy? I'm a block. I don't care. All right, I'm trying to actually pull a picture of this next one here. Um, we're gonna go with. Is it the darkness or just darkness? This is a comic book character. Uh, there's actually been a game with him, if I'm not mistaken, back in the day. This uh, suggestion comes to us from Ingobernable El Idolo from Mexico. The darkness, aka Jackie Estacado. Estacado. Uh, block and grab <laughs> on this guy. I had to pronounce it right. I'm sorry, John. John, block and grab. Estacado. So um, this guy I've never seen before. He looks cool. He looks like a Mortal Kombat-ass character, if there ever was one, right? And he's got these, like, demon hell bats flying around him that come in for the assist or whatever. One of them's got personality. He's, like, the, the tech gear guy with the goggles on. Uh, this guy makes total sense. I'm still going to block because I don't think <laughs> a lot of people would recognize and I don't, and I think that there are a lot of characters that uh, would be just as mortal, as mortal combatty as this dude appears to be that people would recognize. So, I think he's a he looks like a good call first first impression, but I think that there are better choices. So I'm gonna block. All right, all right, Steve. I never got into the darkness, so I can't speak with uh, any sort of authority on this, but. Uh, the guy who submitted it, it's a reference 
uh, it's a wrestling reference, and that's cool in my book, so I'm going to grab. Elon. Uh, first, I'm going to block on John making an assumption that the dude with glasses is a tech guy. Maybe he just has bad eyesight. You know, you don't know. Don't judge a book by its cover. Next, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to grab. You know, he looks cool. Solid. All right. Our next one comes from Zero Star HX. He wants the hitbox to be DLC. <laughs> a fucking hitbox comes out. And Donker complains about it for 20 minutes. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is a gag one. I'm not sure how you could even block a grab, but you know what? We're let's obviously grabbing. Yeah, let's all grab. I, I, I think, you know, if you press buttons in a certain way, you could do both. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to OS that. <laughs> all right, all right. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's, that, that's, that's a good one, Steve. All right. I'm trying to get an image of our next one here. I should have done this ahead of time. What do you think? No, I like it better if he's like pauses and such. <laughs> Wait. All right, well, then we're going to pause a little longer. Uh, Ilan, you going to block or grab on this? Oh, I, I just said it. I was going to OS it. All right, well, I was hoping you would talk a little longer. So I well, I, you here. know what? Fine. Uh, Trevzor, thank you for subscribing for 13 months in a row. You're, you're the greatest. Thanks. Thank you, Trevzor. Anybody you. that subscribes is officially the greatest. So get the subscribing. Exactly. Speaking of holding back to block, um, if you get a chance, uh, they put out a... One of their, uh, not ju just the trailer, but the full sort of mini documentary on Combo Breaker and sort of the creation and the ethos behind it. So definitely check it out if you've got 15 minutes to. Oh, is it made by to... uh, Esteban? Oh, hey. Uh, yes. OS Pith. Thanks. Thank uh, he's said. also the greatest. 13 months. Thank you. Um, uh, you say they put it out. Isn't it all Esteban shooting and editing that? I think it is. I thought it was him and a couple others. Maybe. Let me. You know, I, I think the moral of the story is Esteban is great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Go check out all of his stuff. Definitely. He has a Patreon. Go support him. Uh, the first time I ever went to a Philly local, he beat me up with his Ryu, and I hated him for about a week. But then I met him, and he's a nice guy. Cool. Um, all right. Next, blocker grab on Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, man. So, okay. First of all, there's a little bit of backstory here for anyone that doesn't know. The original Mortal Kombat was supposed to be at one point based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. And the Johnny Cage character? The character in the, like a main character in that story. Uh -huh. I don't know why it didn't work out, but that character ended up becoming Johnny Cage. And I bet you Jean-Claude Van Damme is kicking himself everywhere because he can probably reach everywhere. Is he shadow kicking himself? Oh, is. Or not doing that. Is that why Johnny Cage has like the high kick where he holds his leg up for like a million years? Probably, like probably. How John, how Johnny Cage is basically Jean-Claude Van Damme, or inspired by, and it was a, supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme as the character, but it didn't work out for whatever reason. Well, so, oh, I was going to say thank you for the lore. I just wanted to, before you block and or grab on it, I wanted to point out that that was from The Body Boy. The Body Parts Boy is the uh, person who had that suggestion. Mm. So block or grab, I, John. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of different ways you can go. First of all, Jean-Claude Van Damme is a badass. Like... <laughs> As goofy as he can be sometimes and as coked out or whatever as the stories say, you know, back when, during the filming of the Street Fighter movie and all that stuff, uh, the, I, I still like him. I think he has a lot of charisma and, and he's fun. Uh, so I would like to see him at some capacity. But given the backstory with Johnny Cage and such, I, mm, I'm thinking maybe like a Johnny Cage 
skin or something like that would be more apt for where we are now. Having him as a separate character would be almost kind of weird. I don't know. But uh, either way, I don't care. I guess ultimately I'll grab either way. Steve? Look, it's it's a good thing that it didn't work out because if if it did, then we probably wouldn't get Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile, (laughs) which is the greatest contribution to cinema of the last 50 years. Um, in all seriousness, I would probably block on any real person in this game. So I'm, I, I, I would block on J on uh, Jean-Claude, but I would grab on the Jean-Claude Van Damme from kickboxer. Uh, Frank Dukes. If he dances like he does in the jukebox scene, (laughs) there's a, he recreated that on corner Brian recently. It's pretty funny. You should check it out. Um, Okay. So also Frank, oh, hold on, uh, my back. No, oh, I don't know. Did you mute yourself, buddy? There we go. I think I did it. All right. Uh, first of all, Frank Dukes is from Bloodsport, not Kickboxer. My bad. Uh, and I would block on Kickboxer, Jean Claude Van Damme. Jeez, this mic is going crazy. Yeah. I would block on Kickboxer. <clears throat> I would block on Guile, but I would definitely grab Frank Dukes. I uh, grab Frank Dukes. Yes. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> let's. We got three more that we're going to... We had a ton of great suggestions, but we're going to go through a couple that I think are appropriate for Mortal Kombat. Let me see. I just want to make sure I get the name of the person who suggested it correct here. All right. Swag. Dr. Swagenheimer suggested Pinhead. Wait, how, how do we go from Pennywise to Pinhead? Because Pennywise this knucklehead clicked on I didn't realize. So I wasn't ready yet. Um... Here you go, Alon. Use this one. No, it's too late. Use Mike's mic. Come on, help me out. All right. Pinhead seems like an appropriate character for a Mortal Kombat game. Don't you agree? Yes. John, block or grab on Pinhead? Same lines as the first one that I said. I think that he works out. He's even more recognizable than the darkness, I believe. But I think that there are much better choices, so I would go with others. Plus, like... I don't know. I, I, there, there's certainly some pinhead fans out there, but I feel like he's definitely like a, he's not as popular of a horror figure as recognizable as he is. I what? think there are better, Come on. better choices. He's he's up there, but like, have you seen the movies? I you, I mean, I still have nightmares. Really? I was a kid when I saw him. My parents did, had made the grave mistake of putting cable in our room, and we had Cinemax. There's other stories that I was told. Out but by the you had Cinemax in your room, and you watched horror movies well i said there was more stories to be told there um but yes i did watch the pinhead movies back in the day (laughs) don't worry about it okay um (laughs) block or grab on pinhead (laughs) i'm gonna block steve block or grab on pinhead uh you know what i fuck with the vision grab all right elon uh oh hey i'm back uh hellraiser i'm not a fan so block. Okay. So thank you for the suggestion, Swagenheimer. Uh, real, real quick though, um, something I want to go back to real quick because uh, I think it was Steve that said that John Claude Van Damme as Gaia was like the greatest contribution to uh, video game movies or something along that line, whatever. Um, but what about Raul Julia? And what about Carrie Tagawa? And what about the fact that when just after Shang Tsung was announced, I put up a poll on the Event Hub's account asking uh, on Twitter, asking who is the better fighting game movie baddie, Kerry Tagawa as Shang Tsung or Raul Julia as M. Bison. 
I thought that that would be a clear, obvious winner, but it, it, it didn't go the way I thought. And I wanted to ask you guys, and maybe even the chat, what you guys think about that, because I thought that was a damn good question. Raul Julia is... The problem with him is that he isn't as mobile as Shang Tsung. Mm-hmm. Um, he had back issues from carrying the entire film. While having cancer, yeah. Yeah. While so, dying of cancer, <laughs> I, I was going one way with the reference. You went another. Um, but I, I would say I would say Raul Julia is a clear number two. Wow. You're saying he's shit? I thought he had so much charisma that that no one was ever going to ever gonna pick anyone else. But I don't remember any here. other lines from that movie other than Raul Julia's as Bison. Yeah, very true. But also, what's the most memorable part of the Mortal Kombat movie? All the no, Shang Tsung bits, yeah. Also, yeah. that Liu Kang well, reptile fight's pretty tight. Hey, do you guys yeah. know that when he was recording that Your Soul is Line, or Your Soul is Mine line? Sorry, I got words confused. Uh, it's fine. There was He noticed that one person would always run away as he was saying it, and he thought it was just like a PA going to grab coffee. But it turns out after they finished recording, he was asking around, and it was an assistant director that got so scared when he said it that he had to run away. <laughs> Sounds like bullshit. No, it's no, straight no, up because no, they were shooting it. They were, yeah, they were shooting it in Thailand. So like people or the that guy specifically uh, was super superstitious. So anytime, anytime he said any line about like taking your soul away, he had to run away. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to keep my soul. Terry Tagawa won sixty four percent to Raul Julia's thirty six percent. I was blown away. That's a, but none that's of those lines are better than John Clubs Van Damme's uh, OK USA. So, okay, okay. I lo- okay. I love the fact that they got a guy who speaks such with a such a speak uh, thick Belgian accent to play all American soldier <laughs> guile. Your That's father, why it's not <laughs> Yep. I'm remembering more lines from the movie. John Clyde had some good ones. All right. We're moving on to the already revealed uh Pennywise, but the Tim Curry Pennywise, not the new Pennywise. Uh, in the game, I would shit myself if this if I had to fight against this character. Like in a good like way this. or in a bad way? No, like literally, there would be feces in my pants because in I would a be good so way scared. Or a bad way. <laughs> I mean, if you're into that, I'm not gonna kink shame, but uh, I would prefer not to have <laughs> a dump in my trunks. Okay, um, he's creepy as hell, creepier than Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal, creepier than any other clown ever. This is the creepiest clown ever. I can't grab hard enough. Huh. Let's see. If if we are talking Tim Curry, yeah. I would rather have Nigel Thornberry Boo. than this guy. Why? If, if, we're, this, I'm trumping if we're talking clowns, honestly, I'd rather see Homie the Clown. <laughs> That's not... Because he don't mess around. I, I You don't play I, that. I, 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 I threw out Homie as a joke, but the more I think about it, the more I'm, like, unironically supporting that. I'm disappointed in you. So you're blocking on Tim Curry, Pennywise. John? Block Is grab. Steve blocking, Steve? Are you really blocking? I'm really blocking. Let me say something. <laughs> Ace King off suit. He receives the Combo Breaker Street or <laughs> FGC member... Community Contributor of the Year Award. It is fully deserved. He carries this show in many ways on his back. He brings it every single week. He produces the schedules that you know and love. 
He does the recaps. He is very seldom wrong. But right now, Steve, you are fucking wrong. <laughs> Grab on Pennywise. I'm grabbing for Steve, and we're good. Thank you for correcting the record there. Um, I don't know if we could have kept having Steve on the show uh, had you not done that. Elon, block or grab on I'm, Pennywise. I'm blocking. You piece of shit. Look, I, I missed the boat on the It movies. Uh, and you know, they still exist. You can watch them. I don't want to. They look lame. Okay, look. Yeah, here's the deal. Scared. Here's the deal. Yeah, he is scary. Look at look at this guy. Okay, uh, the teeth. Yeah, they're scary. But everything else, like Ronald McDonald, has like the same scare factor as this dude. All right, you're All right. a jerk. Um, that also, was courtesy yeah, of Sweet Tooth is also way better. But anyway, that was courtesy of at Silver PR. Um, okay, our very last option here for blocker grab. Coming to us from at Yuki Burry is Doctor Jose. Oh, not the what? other guy. <laughs> what nice. other guy? Jimmy uh, the I'm blocking here guy. I'm blocking here. The, the Fonzie guy. No, this is uh, Doctor Jose. He's one of the characters that was um, revealed. Uh, what was it like? The little player cards on CFN or some bullshit. We and... are going deep into the best <laughs> of five lore here. <laughs> um, he's got a bionic hand. He's also but... has an MD. Uh, in urology. <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, I was going to say he had an MD in SPDs, but you know what? Urology is fine. Who says he can't SPD you with his MD in urology? <laughs> IDK. Stay out of my ology, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, block or grab on Dr. Jose to close out the show I... here. Look, I am going to block any Street Fighter character. Um, the only character, the only crossover character I want to see from another fighting game, is Terry Bogart because I think SNK has a deal where they have first dibs on all crossovers, and I, I I want Terry Bogard to go into the world of Mortal Kombat, which is full of lore and backstory, and just show up with nothing. Like I put on my hat, and this time I didn't turn into a girl. I just showed up in the Nether Realm. I'm good. Yeah, John. that's funny. John. He just <laughs> turns his hat and gains the, the properties of whatever game that he's joining. Um, Dr. Jose is a funny joke. Uh, I don't care. Grab, sure. Elon, <laughs> what grab on Dr. Jose? Uh, what would his fatality be called? Is it like turn your head and cough? Where like... <laughs> And then he proceeds to rip your junk off? I mean, because just turning your head and cough is actually Smashes a vital it, part of a uh, male physical. Well, I mean, like... You, it could be something like where he has like, well, he probably has like a thing where you can like crack somebody's neck and then their head turns a weird way and then he sprays gas on them and then he coughs and then he just kills them with some other. Turn your head. He just hits them them with their bill and tells them that their insurance doesn't cover it. (laughs) Yep. Because he's from the American healthcare system. Bankruptality. Yeah. I I take back my not wanting to see any crossover because I forgot Exeter thirty five suggested pretty much anyone from Killer Instinct. I think Hisako would be really, really cool. It could be cool. In FK. We got not you one know? but two full gore suggestions and at least one Hisako, you're right. She's creepy. I thought you just said Sako, and I was like, I guess Sako and MK. What would that look like? <laughs> Some honorable mentions before we get to our uh, giveaway was Samurai Jack, Michael Myers. Uh, we had. I don't know how Michael Myers isn't there, but yeah. We've had Leatherface, 
a Freddy Krueger, Alien, Predator, Alien, Jason. I don't know, bud. All right. Um, you're not, you're not going to mention the Colonel? I saw, yeah. The, the fucking Colonel Sanders from KFC in a hilarious gif looking like giving, he's given two something jobs. Um, chicken jobs. He's given two chicken jobs. <laughs> They're hiring, apparently. Um, was not going to make the roster. Sorry, I don't see how he would. I guess he could clog your arteries or some shit. Um, okay. That almost brings us to the end of the show. We are going to give away another PC title courtesy of Steve. Thank you, Elon, for running the mouse on our faces. Nobody uh, saw that except for you, so you just ruined the show. Steve, are you ready to crown another champion in the game of life slash Steve gives you a video game? I, I guess we are. On PC. Uh, okay. Not on PC. Okay, maybe on PC. But tell everybody what you're. Just clarify so that they don't actually just get PC and, and yeah. So, Steve doesn't want you. Steve would prefer if you didn't pick a PC game, but if you have to go for it, it's just a lot easier if you don't. Yeah, the, the Steam's gifting policy is very very fun. Mm-hmm. Let's say. Just so, send Steve an invoice. He will pay you direct deposit. Cash. This is starting to sound oh. shadier and shadier. Yes. Let's movies. just draw the game. Let's just draw the name, and we will. Yes, Sarah the Hero is asking Switch. Yes, uh, any platform as long as it's a current platform. So you can't get it for SNES or anything. But if you want uh, Skullgirls for Switch when that comes out, sure. Okay. Why not? Well, I got the wheel here ready to go. Let's see who's Let's on it. So the list is the Digital Sword. Record, uh, Super D, Excellent Young, uh, Harintha, Hanchino, uh, Instant Radical, and Clack 14. Cool. Good luck. Spin them shits. Spin that wheel. Does the chat hear that little click? Probably not. That's on the digital sword. The digital sword. What's up, dog? Digital sword. See, you subscribe to Best of Five and you get a free game. (laughs) Who rigged this? Um, Shout out to everybody who participated. Shout out to Steve for being the best. Shout out to Elon for his kumbaya moments. John, what can be said? He's a man (laughs) amongst men. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you for everybody who uh, gave us helpful suggestions so we could have fun playing a block grab. That's been our show this week. Uh, We'll see you next week. Hopefully, my love you. Good day, Canada.